And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Brian Roberg. Hi, Dan. It's great to be with you today. Well, Brian, thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, kind of at a late minute here, but it's nice to have you. Our listeners probably have never heard of your name before, but um, Brian, I um, I got to know you initially through your dad because we had worked mm-hmm. at IBM years ago together, and uh, you got involved with uh, something called Disciple Makers, and maybe you could introduce yourself to the folks before we ask our uh, initial question today. Sure thing. Yeah, I grew up in the Hudson Valley, in Pleasant Valley, New York, went to Arlington High School, and it was uh, as a teenager that I became a Christian. I um, had the, uh, the blessing of growing up in a church where I heard the gospel. When I was 14, committed my life to Christ. Um, that's a, the whole story in itself, um, but it precedes the story of how I got connected with Disciple Makers. Um, I got connected with Disciple Makers, which is a ministry to college students in Pennsylvania, when I began attending Gettysburg College. And I, I arrived at Gettysburg, as all college students do, an 18-year-old, looking for, uh, for learning, for just connecting with, with the world out there. And I discovered pretty quickly af- after arriving on campus that, that life in college was going to be a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. You know, I had I had done well in high school, I was, and I was what you might call a good kid. I didn't really get in trouble. I uh, got good grades, and, and, and I thought that it was going to be tough to adjust to being in a new place, meeting all new people. But, boy, I, I realized that first weekend being on campus, and, and uh, just it seemed like everybody was involved in, in the party scene, which was something that just didn't draw me very much. It wasn't what I was interested in. Um, but it just seemed so so compelling. It's like the only thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, it was hard. It was challenging. Um, and again, harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it, it was right then also that I got connected with um, the Disciple Makers Ministry. There's there's a group on campus at Gettysburg, the Disciple Makers Christian Fellowship, and that weekend <clears throat> um, I got connected with them. I attended an event that they were holding simply to, to get to know students uh, as a welcoming kind of thing. And um, that, that day, um, I also met a fellow who was, who was in the fellowship, a guy named Jared, who uh, had a big impact on me in, in helping me adjust to being in college, because he was, he was an older student, he's one of the leaders in the group, and it struck me even that first afternoon that he, instead of taking the time to catch up with his friends that he hadn't seen all summer, he really took some initiative with me and welcoming me to the group and indeed welcoming me to the school. And um, I got to know Jared more um, as that semester progressed. He was in a small group Bible study that I attended that met in my dorm. And also he and I started meeting together once a week. Um, we would talk about what we were learning in Bible study or, or talk about just what we were learning generally. And that was my first experience of uh, what we in Disciple Makers call a discipling relationship. Mm-hmm. Another term that might be used is mentoring. It's mm-hmm. the same idea. <clears throat> and uh, Jared uh, was coming alongside me as a, an older Christian, a couple years more experienced, and helping me to understand how to apply the Bible to my life, helping me to navigate all those things that were new to me as I got used to being in school, and uh, and really had it had an impact because that was the first time that anyone had so intentionally reached out to me 
just to seeing me as a worthy investment of his time. Um, that, that was really helpful for me. Mm. This uh, has a reminiscent uh, aspect to it also to me, Brian, as I hear uh, your story, and that is um, our own son, Stephen, went away to school, you know, after you went away to school, and he went mm. to Stony Brook, and how important it was for him to uh, find fellow Christians and to be encouraged in uh, small group environments. You know, it was a, a different ministry, but, you know, very similar results where you were uh, able to fellowship with others of like precious faith and be built up mm-hmm. and challenged and grow as a Christian. And uh, so this is um, this is really important. Um, I guess the question uh, we want to uh, approach today is that of uh, evangelism. And, you know, the context here is um, certainly college, but I think it's going to carry over into more venues than than only college. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe we can start talking about evangelism and discipleship and um, perhaps how are they related? Um, you know, the, the simple um, perception is that evangelism is um, us telling the good news to another person, God working in their heart, them coming to faith. Uh, discipleship would be um, I guess after that, uh, you know, in simple terms of training mm-hmm. and growing in Christ. But um, sometimes I wonder if there's more of an intersection than people want to admit or think about. And so maybe you can help us sort that out a little bit, evangelism and discipleship and what you've seen there uh, with disciple makers. What we'll do is we'll uh, talk for a couple more minutes and then we'll take a short break. Yeah, absolutely. Evangelism and discipleship are, are, are very closely related to each other. And our organization, Disciple Makers, it takes its name from the Great Commission that Jesus told us to go into the world and to make disciples of all nations. And so just in that, in what Jesus said, we see how um, the ideas of evangelism and discipleship are so closely connected, because... Mm. If you think about going out into the world and, and, and calling people to follow Christ, that's the action that we usually use the label evangelism for, um, but the word that, that Jesus used was make disciples. So, mm-hmm. so actually we see that really at the core of it, um, the two are the same. Evangelism and discipleship are substantially the same thing. Of course, that's not to say that, that evangelism doesn't typically describe you know, a certain, um, certain kinds of conversations or um, certain questions that come up before someone um, places his or her faith in Christ. And, and discipleship does tend to, to have some different subjects that come up once someone has become a Christian and is growing in his or her faith. Um, certainly, you know, there is a usefulness for the two different labels. But, but it's, it's, at the same time, really valuable to recognize that, that these are not two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, an, another way to say it, in fact, is um, to, to look at the role of the gospel in the believer's life. And we, when, when you read the scriptures and you see how, um, how Jesus preached or how Paul taught or, or other examples, we see that the gospel is not just something that unbelievers need, in order to, to get saved. It, it is that, but it's not just that. Mm. Uh, it's also what every believer needs. It's, there's not a point when we no longer need the gospel anymore. Mm. The gospel is the, is the foundation of our lives. 
for, for believers and for, for unbelievers who, who are considering putting faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, so that shows that, that discipleship really is, is, the, is a person's next step in following Christ. And so whether that next step is um, taking the step of, of talking with a Christian friend about faith, if, if someone hasn't yet put faith in Christ, maybe that's their step of faith is just to ask a question that before maybe they didn't care to ask or maybe were afraid to ask. Um, or, you know, for someone who's been a Christian for a long time, um, that step of faith may look quite different. But regardless of where someone is, um, the bedrock need that we have is for the grace of God in Jesus Christ um, that we, we know through the gospel. And so that's discipleship. And, and so whether someone's a, um, a seeker or a baby believer or you know, a mature Christian of, of many decades, um, we all need the same thing. We need the gospel, and we all take steps forward in following Christ and discipleship. Mm, beautiful. Well, what we'll do is we'll take a short break. Uh, today on the phone line with us is uh, Brian Roberg of Disciple Makers. I'm Dan Elmendorf. program here is A Plain Answer. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When you lead me to the valley of vision, I can see you in the heights. And though my humbling wouldn't be it's here your glory shines so bright So let me learn that the cross precedes the crown To be low is to be high That the valley's where you make me more like Christ We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, Our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. So let me learn that my Losses are my gain To be broken is to heal But the valley's where your power is revealed Let me find your grace in the valley Let me find your life in my death Let me find your joy in my soul And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today, Brian Roberg. 
Now, Brian, we were talking about, or you were talking about, um, disciple-making and how that discipleship and evangelism is just so very linked together, so very close. I wanted to ask you this. I'm wondering if you could comment on the simple concept of friendship and making a friend and really caring about the other person from your gut outward and uh, how the Lord uses that um, in in winning their hearts to himself. Mm, yes. Your relationships are so critical to to the sharing of faith. And I shared earlier about how a friend of mine in college, Jared, um, by investing in me, by spending time with me, by being my friend, how he had such an impact on me. And and indeed, you know, we see it in Jesus himself that um, the fact that, that our Lord came to earth as a man and lived as a man shows the importance of, of incarnating truth, because if all that mattered was the truth of the message itself, and, and the gospel message is absolutely true, but if, if the very truth of it is all that mattered, then, you know, God could have just dropped the message from the sky um, on golden tablets and given mm-hmm. us the truth, and that would have been enough. But, but we, we know that, that that wasn't enough, that, that, um, that God had to come as a man to incarnate that truth. Mm-hmm. To, to live it out, to walk with us, to breathe with us, and, and indeed to, to live and to die for us so that, so that we could be with Him. Mm. And, and so that's true of our Lord, and, and it's true in our relationships, too. In fact, that informs the way that we go about um, our ministry to college students and disciple-makers. Um, most of the campuses where we serve in Pennsylvania are smaller campuses, including where I went to school, Gettysburg College, uh, small liberal arts college. So it's a smaller school, and let me tell you, there's, there's no better place in our culture to build friendships from, from zero to, to being close friends um, than a small college campus. Mm. Um, the, the barriers to, to forming new relationships are very, very low. And you know, I can say from experience, because I've done it, that it's completely normal to, to just strike up a conversation with someone that you haven't actually talked to before, but that you know you have a lot of shared connection with because you're both students in the same smaller institution. You have a lot in common. And indeed, you know, starting a new conversation, if you want to reach out to somebody, is, is really no harder than, you know, as you're walking by in the dorm, you just kind of lean in someone's door. They always often keep them open. You just lean in somebody's door and say, you know, hey, is that the, you know, the Eagles game on TV, or, or, you know, what's that you're reading? What class is that for? And um, there, there's just so many open doors, mm. both literally and figuratively. And the motive, I'm just struck with an idea here. Um, people would say, well, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a deal, you've got a scam. That, you know, if somebody's just tuned by today and they say, well, what are you talking about here? But I think it's important for people to realize the motive in in all of this. Uh, can you? Mm-hmm. I want to interrupt your thinking. I'm sorry to do this, but um, what's going through your mind? What's on your heart? What's your motive as you do that? Uh, absolutely, that, that's a it's a good question because um, there's there's no technique that will cover over a wrong motivation yeah. in in reaching out to somebody. Mm-hmm. It, the the truth is that um, when we're sharing the the message of the gospel with people. Um, that gospel message is not merely the message, but it is, in fact, the motivation. Um, because it, if it's true what God has done for us in our lives as believers, if, if it's true that, 
we owed a debt that we could never possibly repay, and that Christ has taken on that debt and paid it for us. If, if that is true, then, then the, there's an incredible motivation to share that with others. And, and furthermore, it's not just that. It even goes further than that, because we recognize that, that we are imperfect. We're, we're sinners who, whose hope um, for righteousness comes from Christ. That fact takes the pressure off of us, the, the pressure that we, we quite naturally place on ourselves, uh, because we're by nature self-reliant. And if we take that self-reliance into evangelism, if we take that into our efforts to, to share about Jesus with others, we put all kinds of pressure on ourselves, and we feel like we need to be able to articulate everything perfectly, or, or just say the right thing, or know the right questions to ask if we're ever going to be successful in in, in sharing well and representing Christ well. But, but the truth is that the, the gospel is not just our message, but it's also our motivation. Mm. Because we know that, that God will use us, even us imperfect instruments, and that the real heavy lifting of evangelism is not done by us, as hard as we might work on it. it it's, we're not the ones who do the hard work. God works by His Spirit to change people's hearts. Mm, that, and that so, so the, the gospel needs to be not just the message, but, but also the motivation. And when it really is the motivation, when, when we go to others in a spirit of humility, knowing that, that everything that we have was given to us, there, there's nothing that we earned on our own. If, if we have that understanding, and, and if we go in a spirit of, of like I said, humility, in a, in a mode of listening, a great deal more than speaking, that's, that's when God uses us. So, mm. yeah, there might be any number of, of techniques that people have, and, and that's fine. You know, technique can be helpful, but, but it never replaces uh, the gospel motivation. Mm. And, and, in fact, that, that is the core of things. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And as you were talking, I'm, I'm thinking here kind of, of uh, possibly a, an analogy, uh, being a, a person that's very desperate for food and is dying mm. without food. And uh, along comes someone that that has some some food that will sustain and give life, and uh, in a in a way, it's it's almost like that. Um, the motivation is to want to um, share life uh, with another person. It's not to um, build a reputation or make a killing in finances or any of that. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, really having that person's best interest in view. Absolutely. Now, um, tell us a little bit about, you have, before we run out of time here, I believe there's a seminar coming up, uh, an evangelism forum being offered at Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern near Newburgh, New York. Tell us a little bit about what, when that is and what you're going to be doing there. Absolutely. The, um, the seminar, uh, which we're calling Discipleship Evangelism, in recognition of how closely related those two things are, It'll be happening April 19th and 20th um, at Westminster Church. And, um, and our focus is going to be on the gospel and on how the gospel motivates us in our evangelism and also how it informs our approach to it. So a, a key goal of ours is, is going to be to, to help believers who, when they consider their own evangelism, their, their efforts at uh, sharing Christ with, with people in their lives, with their neighbors, their friends, co-workers, anybody, 
um, it's easy for us to, uh, to to look at our efforts and to see just how far they fall short of, of what we would like them to be, of what we hear happening elsewhere in the world. And um, for those who especially might feel paralyzed by that or paralyzed by the, the uncertainty of how to get started or um, you know, how to, to reach out to a particular person, perhaps, our message is going to be that of the gospel, that because of what Christ has done in our lives, we are freed from the burdens that we place on ourselves. And I think a lot of believers would recognize that that God is the one who has changed their hearts. Mm-hmm. They, w- they wouldn't claim to have changed themselves. But, but it's so easy to forget that once we start talking to somebody else, when the reality is that we, we trust that God will be at work, so that when we take a step of faith and, and risk um, having somebody not be interested in, in learning more about what we'd like to share with them, that ultimately that we can bear that risk, because we have everything in Christ. Mm. And, and that freedom of the gospel, the freedom that comes when we know that we have everything, there's nothing that we really have to lose in an ultimate sense, because we have the promise of eternity with Christ. Mm. That, that when we know that, we, we are freed, we are emboldened to take risks, to love sacrificially, to reach out to the people around us. And to face the, the, sometimes there's rejection, sometimes you end up marginalized even. Um, and while we're, we're largely free from this in the United States, the persecution and, and, and severe suffering for identifying with Christ, um, those things are real, but even greater is the promise that we have in the gospel. Mm. And so that's why it's our motivation and not just the message that we're sharing. Mm, good. So uh, this Discipleship Evangelism uh, Seminar or Forum, it's about two weeks away. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's the uh, April 19th and 20th. What are the times for those? Um, April 19th is a Friday, so on that Friday evening we're going to be starting at 7 p.m. We're going to have a couple of sessions um, that evening introducing some of the, the concepts that we're going to be talking about. And then the next morning on Saturday, starting at 9 a.m., we are going to dive into some of the more practical aspects. We're going to talk about, you know, how do you actually um, talk with people? Um, the, the title of the talk um, that morning is going to be going to deal with um, what if I don't know where to start? How do mm-hmm. I get started? So if somebody is um, really timid, they might be inclined to say, well, I don't even want to go because I'm afraid I might be called mm-hmm. on or I might be embarrassed. Uh, you would encourage them to come, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, oh, I certainly would, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're not going to be calling out anybody. There will be opportunities to ask questions. We have one session devoted to Q&A. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you do have questions, you'll have the chance to ask them. Um, but, yeah, this, this hopefully uh, we're offering as, as a step that, that believers can take to, to grow an understanding of, first of all, of, of the gospel. And, and, in fact, this is another way in which evangelism and discipleship are connected with each other, mm-hmm. because um, the steps that, that Christians take in growing in evangelism is often part of their own discipleship. Mm. So it, it could very well be um, a step of faith that somebody could take to, to grow in his or her own walk with the Lord, yeah. to, to come to a seminar like this and learn about how he or she can share faith with others. Yeah. So um, we want, uh, here at the Ministry of Redeemer Broadcasting also, 
support as many churches as possible. We love it when we see uh, people um, wanting to obey Christ's great commission uh, within the context of their local church. And there's a couple things that stood out. I know we're almost at the end here, and that was the idea of freeing us from the burdens that we place on ourselves. I, I like mm. that concept. It's helpful to me. And I also like that you mentioned risk, and uh, that is like an inward fear that people have. I'm afraid mm-hmm. of sharing the gospel because of the risk of either being misunderstood or being rejected or someone not being interested or, or this thing of, you know, well, maybe I won't be successful. Well, maybe you won't, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. it's really God that's carrying the burden, not us. And that is absolutely freeing, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Um, we got like half a minute left. Just a wrap-up thought quick, Brian, if you would, please. The gospel is, is a wonderful thing in our lives. And when it comes to evangelism, the gospel is it's not, just, it's not just what we are sharing with people, but it's also the freedom to go out and share it. It's the, the power of the message, and, and it's the guarantee. God has promised uh, in his great commission, Jesus said that he's going to be with us till mm-hmm. the end of the age. So it, it doesn't, it's not about us. Um, it's about the Lord and about what he's doing, and we're just privileged to be part of it. Amen. Today on A Plain Answer, we've had Brian Roberg with Disciple Makers, and we've mentioned a discipleship evangelism forum that's coming up about two weeks from today, um, Friday the 19th, 7 o'clock in the evening, and Saturday at 9 o'clock in the morning at Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern near Newburgh. And uh, if you have a question for Brian or more information is needed on this upcoming forum, uh, please email us here at the station. That address is ministry at redeemerbroadcasting.org. I'm Dan Elmendorf. With me on the phone line today has been Brian Roberg. Please join us next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer. Two.